0: Welcome to Monday Morning Inspiration, a production of Christian Growth Ministry featuring Bible teacher Brad Simon. It's our prayer and desire to inspire and encourage you to grow in your faith and walk closer with the Lord. We at Christian Growth Ministry are excited to announce that we have opened an online storefront of merchandise designed to help inspire you and encourage your walk with the Lord. All profits from this store go to supporting ministries, like Monday Morning Inspiration Podcast, and allow us to develop new ministries. To visit our store, go to christiangrowthministry.com and click on Store in the menu. And now here is our Bible teacher, Brad Simon. The spectacular torchlit parade made its way through the city streets of Cana. The wedding ceremony had ended earlier in the evening, and at the bride's home speeches were made, and expressions of goodwill were publicly declared. The festive crowd now made its way to the groom's home. There would be music and dancing with food for everyone, and the wine flowed freely. Hospitality was emphasized, and the host took great care to provide whatever the guests needed. The celebration would last all week, provided the looming disaster could be avoided jesus had already left home and he had just begun his ministry in the area around bethany near jerusalem yet he took the time to make the three-day journey to galilee to attend the wedding it was after all the marriage of his half-brother and a cousin of the apostles james and john the festivities proceeded as planned and everyone was enjoying the celebration But then the heir was discovered. Despite all the careful planning, there was not adequate wine for the banquets. During the first century, the guests could sue the groom's family if they ran out of food or drink before the end of the celebration. What should have been one of the happiest occasions of her life, Mary, a recent widow, faced a dilemma she was unprepared to handle in the past joseph would handle such crisis but now she is the one responsible without a solution in sight she turned to her eldest son jesus for his help and tells the servants she hired for the event to follow his instructions jesus tells the servants to fill the six stone jars with water each holding 20 or 30 gallons jesus doesn't pray over the jars He doesn't touch them. There's no big fanfare. Jesus doesn't even taste the water to be certain it turned to wine. He simply tells the servants to draw some water out and give it to the master of the feast. Can you imagine what the servants must have been thinking? We just filled these jars with water and now you want us to give some to our boss who is expecting wine? Are you trying to get us fired? But these humble servants were obedient and did what Jesus asked. As a result, they were witnesses to Jesus' first miracle known only to them and the few disciples. It is important to notice that the wine that Jesus made was good wine, the best or finest wine, depending on the translation. Jesus never produced mediocre work. He never did anything half-heartedly. As Christians, we are always to do our work as working unto the Lord. Regardless of what we are doing, we are always to do our best work. The Apostle Peter said, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others, as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. John concludes this narrative of the wedding feast with an explanation for the events. Jesus did this, the first of his signs, in Cana of Galilee. He revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. Certainly, Jesus turning water into wine solved the temporary problem at the wedding. But John lets us know there was a greater purpose. It was a sign to manifest his glory. Did the sign work? Absolutely, John says that as a result, his disciples believed in him. This narrative of Jesus is filled with symbolism. John is very specific in stating that the jars Jesus had the servants fill were for Jewish rites of purification or ceremonial washings. Jesus' crucifixion and shed blood on the cross provides the only true cleansing from sin, and is the ultimate substitute for the Jewish laws of ceremonial washings and purification. Jesus turns the water to wine. Later, at the Last Supper, Jesus uses the cup of wine to symbolize his blood. Paul tells the Corinthians, He took the cup after supper and said, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Jesus stepped in for the groom by taking on the responsibility for providing wine for the wedding feast. At the second coming of Christ in the new Jerusalem, Jesus will be the groom married to his bride, the church. However, the most important lesson this narrative provides is the most often overlooked, that of the example these servants exhibited, perfectly illustrating how God intends for Christians to operate. First, there is a need, and Jesus has a plan. Next, he asks us, his servants, to do work, to do our best work, then Jesus miraculously transforms our work to meet the need, resulting in God and God alone being glorified. How much better all of us would be if we responded to Jesus as these servants did, without questioning the motive or doubting the results, seek and follow the clear teachings of Scripture and obediently serving God. Let us pray. Dear Father, we come humbly into your presence by the authority of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Forgive us for all the times we hesitate to serve you, those times when we lack understanding of how you could possibly meet our need and we failed to be obedient to you. May we learn from these humble servants who did not doubt nor question Jesus. With the prospect of embarrassment and dishonor from their master for serving water instead of wine, they faithfully and obediently carried out his instructions. Inspire within us that desire to be faithful, obedient servants for your kingdom. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. You have been listening to Monday Morning Inspiration. We pray you were inspired by today's podcast and encourage you to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. For more information, go to christiangrowthministry.com. Thank you for listening.